It happened. My wife and I got COVID and I want to talk to you about it. But before I do, I have to say that I am experiencing something right now that I'm not pumped about uh, mentally that I was not expecting. It's this. I feel kind of embarrassed about having caught COVID. And I know that sounds so goofy. That sounds so weird that you would ever be embarrassed about getting sick. But it's real. Like I feel as though... I, right when we got our diagnosis, I started feeling like, oh man, it's good. it just makes me feel like I look like someone that was just off doing my own thing, not social distancing, not wearing masks, screw washing your hands. I play by my own rules. Uh, no, it's really not what it is. We've been doing everything that you're supposed to be doing with COVID to prevent it and somehow uh, we still got it. I mean, the number one question my friends have been asking me is, do you know where you got it? Like, where did you, where did you hang out with someone that ended up having it? And that is kind of the scary thing is we have no idea how we got it. We, we don't know anybody that we were hanging out with that had it. Uh, we weren't at a location that had said that they'd got it. It's just, we've been doing all the right things and out of nowhere, we could have gotten it from anywhere. So here's the deal. Uh, I'm just choosing to get over that right now because it, that's just life. This is how it works. But here's the deal. The reason I'm making this recording is because we just hit this week, I think it's 1 million deaths worldwide because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, we, in the just in the US, I think we're at seven points, like two million cases of COVID just in the US. And something like 200, 000, over 200,000 deaths just in the U.S. COVID related. Now, here's the deal. Those numbers are so high. It's hard for me to wrap my mind around. Uh, but even with those massively high numbers, I've had so many friends reach out to me saying, well, you know, you and your wife, Sarah, are the first people that I know personally that got COVID. And they've been asking me a question. What was it like? What was it like to get tested? What was your whole experience about it? And that's why I want to do this video to talk about uh, our experience with it, what it all looked like. But before I do, I want to talk about opinions. If you've been following along with the podcast, you know that I passionately love opinions. If you have an opinion, if you have a theory, if you have a methodology, a method of doing something that you think is the best way. Okay, a good example is if you think that you have discovered the greatest way to make coffee at home, I want to have a conversation with you about it. Personally, I think right now, it's my opinion that the Kalita Wave is the greatest home brewing device for a pour over. If you want to make the best coffee at home, Kalita Wave is the way to go. But a year ago, I would have said an AeroPress. And maybe you would think, okay, well, I think Chemex or V60 or maybe a French press is your opinion, your way. It, the more you disagree with me on your opinion about your method of making coffee, the more I want to have a conversation with you because I think that's fascinating. I think you and your journey coming to a conclusion is one of the most fascinating things. And it was once I embraced that, embraced my own curiosity about other people's journeys, other people's opinions, other people's methods of doing that, once I embraced my own personal curiosity about that, life just completely opened up to me. The relationships, the conversations, the information, the knowledge about things. Life is so much more fascinating to me uh, having conversations with people about their opinions. By the way, this last year I came across a book that I love. Uh, speaking of opinions, 
Uh, this book's called Feck Perfection, and it's by a designer and artist named James Victoria. And in this book, uh, this book is, by the way, do you have a, uh, have you ever read a book that just messed you up so much that you have all these like notes and you've highlighted all over? I've got these tabs all over the place. Stuff's falling out of the book. But in the book, James Victoria says that if you are an artist, your job is to have a damn opinion. Your job is to find and embrace your own unique voice and have an opinion about the world because that's the point. If you're sharing things with the world, you should have a damn opinion. But here's the deal, what happens when it comes to opinions and life and death situations, just like COVID, for example. If you, like me, have spent any amount of time on social media over the past like six to eight months, it is mind boggling the amount of like, everybody has an opinion on every single thing that's COVID related. Everybody seems to have like a, a medical degree from Facebook University. It feels like everybody has a damn opinion about everything COVID related right now. It actually reminds me, I was thinking the other day, weirdly enough, everything we're going through right now reminds me of a Buddhist parable uh, that I once heard, and I think it originated in like 500 BC, something from 500 BC that's relatable today. But the story goes that there are three blind men walking down a path together and they stumble upon an elephant. None of them have ever experienced an elephant before, and they all run into different sides of the elephant and start trying to describe what it is that this animal is. And the first man runs into the leg of the elephant and he's like, well, this is obviously an animal that is like a tree. It's unmoving. This is so massively huge. And then the other blind man's like, you're totally lying. That's nothing like this animal. Uh, this one happened, this guy happened to uh, run into the trunk area. And it's like, it's very bendable and movable. This animal is definitely more like a snake. And the third man uh, ran into the butt of the elephant and he was like messing around with his genitalia. And he was like, well, actually, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, he ran into another part and was saying that it was like something else. Uh, but the whole deal is they started uh, having a conversation about it. That conversation turned into disagreeing and that disagreement turned into an argument and that argument turned into a fist fight between the three of them. Each one of them calling the other ones liars, saying that you're trying to deceive me, you're lying to me. This is my experience. How can you argue with my own truth? I know what this is like. I've seen it. I've, I've seen it. <laughs> I've felt it with my own two hands. I know exactly exactly what this is and how are you telling me that I'm wrong and what I've experienced is wrong. And that is totally like everything that's freaking happening right now with COVID. I mean, here's a good example. Um, my buddy about a month and a half, two months ago got COVID. His whole family got it. Uh, him, his wife and their kids and same family and they're all healthy and in shape uh, and he gets it. And he says it was like a, a really bad cold for him. It was like getting a really strong winter flu uh, that lasted three days and then he was over it, totally fine, not a big deal. Their kids had no symptoms at all. They all uh, technically had COVID, but they had no outward signs of it. They were totally fine. But his wife, got put in the hospital and she was on oxygen and it was really scary. She was there for over a week and he was trying to get in there, but no one was allowed in. So they had all this really limited uh, information and access to having conversations with her. And it's this really, really scary thing for the family. The technically the same diagnosis and three different types of outcome. I mean, if you ask anybody, what's COVID-19? One person's gonna say, oh, it's totally blown out of proportion. It's your, I didn't even feel anything. Well, 
yes, you're right. Uh, you ask someone else about COVID-19, what is COVID? And they say, well, well, you know, it's totally blown out of proportion. It's just like a really strong cold. We get colds every year. Everybody gets a cold. You're going to be totally fine. Well, yes, you're totally right. In your experience, you are correct. You ask a third person and they say, COVID is one of the scariest things ever. We don't know much about it. We're still learning about it. It'll put you in the hospital. You might be on a ventilator and you may die from COVID-19. And you look at that person, you say, yes, you're right. That's COVID-19. So for me, I've had this phrase that's almost become a mantra. And the phrase, I, I call it respecting the unknownness of a situation. All the opinions and everybody with the facts that are uh, seem to be contradicting each other out there, it is more important than ever for me to respect the fact that there's still so much about this that is unknown. Sometimes the most honest answer in situations like this is just that we just don't know all the information yet and it's better to move forward safely instead of taking risks and chance. So here's the deal. This is the corner of the elephant that my wife and I happened to run into. This is just our experience. What happened was it was a Thursday morning. Uh, Sarah woke up and she had that like pre-cold uh, feeling you get in your throat, like your throat kind of hurts. You feel something coming on. Uh, it's probably nothing, but just kind of the back there. She started feeling that. I was feeling fine. By Thursday night, we both were feeling super achy uh, and mild fevers when we were going to bed. Went to bed, woke up, and it was full-blown Friday morning. We were feeling achy. Uh, we were in bed all day. We live here in Minnesota, and thankfully, I have a buddy that works for the Minnesota State Department, and uh, he sent me a list of all the testing options you can do. And so the options here were we could have, with our insurance, we could have gone to a place and paid like 150, 200 bucks to get tested and we would have gotten results within two hours and then been good to go. Uh, but we ended up going the free route for us, which was going to a CVS and you do a drive-in testing. So we uh, made appointments for that. The, the soonest one was the next day. So we had to wait till Saturday afternoon, went there, got tested. And what it was, was like a self-administered thing. You get like a, uh, a Q-tip. It's like ooh, 10 feet long. No, it was just a, a longer Q-tip. And you're supposed to stick it in your nose and you go until you can't press anymore. And you're like twisting it, trying not to sneeze. And what, it wasn't painful. It was just really uncomfortable. Uh, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. So so there Sarah and I are sitting in the front of her car, both of us just digging in her nose, holding it there, just sitting there trying to hold it in our noses. You take it out, you put it in this vial that they have, and you put it in a sealed uh, plastic bag. You pull forward, and they have a drop box you put it into. Uh, that night, I had a really hard time breathing. I could still breathe, but it was like coughing up a bunch. I just didn't sleep well that night. Got up Sunday morning. Sarah felt amazing. She felt like, oh yeah, this is totally passed. I'm completely cured. I still was feeling super groggy. We were kind of in bed most of that day. Uh, then by Sunday night, Sarah had kind of felt like she relapsed a little bit. Her temperature came back. Uh, by the way, all of our uh, fevers were hitting things like 102 and they're all able to be brought down by ibuprofen for us. So we were self-administering that way. Sunday night, it all kicked back into Sarah. She wasn't feeling well. Monday morning, we kept going through like these waves. Okay, we feel better. Okay, we feel crappier. Now we're back. Do we have a fever? Okay, now we're back. So there was this roller coaster ride. 
uh, Monday night started one of the most disgusting symptoms, side effects, whatever you want to call it, that I have ever experienced with a sickness. Um, that's not true. Probably the most disgusting is a uh, the time I was uh, running to the bathroom and trying to decide if I was going to kneel in front of the toilet or sit on the toilet. That ended up being disgusting. Uh, but this, what happens is at 1 a.m. I woke up and I was shivering and I was completely wet. And I was like, what the hell is happening? To piss the bed. I'm like completely covered and freaked out. Uh, I get out of bed. It was weird because I didn't have a temperature and I wasn't, I wasn't feeling hot or sweaty. Uh, but I had apparently just sweat soaked through the bed. Uh, so I got up changed my clothes, changed some of the sheets, uh, took a shower, got back into bed. Uh, within a half an hour of falling asleep again, it happened again. Woke up, freezing cold, completely soaked. Turns out, after Google searching, I realized that night sweats are a completely disgusting, uh, but also very common side effect that I just hadn't heard of anybody experiencing with COVID. Uh, so what would it like 1 a.m. till 5.30 in the morning, if I was asleep within half an hour, I would wake up completely drenched. It was crazy. I was in the worst mood during the days because I wasn't getting any sleep. Uh, that ended up going on for three nights. But anyways, we ended up not getting our results Sarah, until Tuesday evening. Sarah got her results for the same COVID test we took at the same time. And then mine didn't come till Wednesday morning. Both of us tested positive. And instantly we both got a phone call from the Minnesota Department of Health checking in on us because apparently they have our information and our numbers and you're in the system now. And so they had like an interview questionnaire about asking where we had gone, who we had been in contact with, what were our symptoms, how were we feeling? The gal was super nice on the phone um, and super helpful with all the questions I had. And turns out, I mean, again, we had no idea where we got this from. We were being smart. We weren't going out crazy places. We were wearing masks, doing the whole thing you're supposed to do. I ended up asking her, well, how long do we have to be quarantining ourselves for this? Do we have to be, is it like another couple weeks that we should be staying inside, not seeing anybody? And what they said was that you pick the first date of your symptoms. So that was Thursday and you go back two days so Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday. So that earlier Tuesday of the previous week, that was what they would call your inoculation date. And then they said 10 days after that date, as long as you're not feeling any symptoms and as long as you haven't had a fever for over 24 hours, you're good to go back out in public as long as you're doing the normal, wearing your mask, social distancing, all that. It's been two weeks, we're able to go back out uh, and we've been fairly normal. We've still are dealing with a ton of fatigue. Like I would say it was like a chronic fatigue still. I'm constantly tired, I go to bed tired, I wake up tired, I'm tired recording this right now. Uh, but other than that, you know, the opinions, they keep coming back. The opinion, they never stopped because now the opinions are, are you immune? Are you, well, you've got, you've already had it. You can't get it again. People have different opinions about that. Well, like once you get it, is it three weeks? Is it three months? Is it three years? How long are you immune? Some people are saying there is no immunity to it. So it's just so overloading of all the opinions still, even after having COVID, what do I do moving forward? And that's where this phrase still comes to mind with me is respecting the unknownness of the situation. The only honest thing for me right now is to say that we don't know. There is no hard evidence 
telling us about the immunity of COVID once you've had it. So the safest and smartest thing for us moving forward is to act like we could get it again at any time. That was our experience. We're doing tons better. Thank you again for everybody that's written in through the podcast hotline or through the website asking, saying things like, hey, you've taken notice that over the past month I have not been posting anything all the podcasts and all the projects uh, with people have been put on the back burner for right now, but I'm pumped for all those to be coming back. So that's all I got. Stay safe, stay sane in the middle of this madness, and as always, stay curious. But also don't be an asshole, whatever, whatever your opinions are. Wear a mask, social distance, don't be an idiot.